All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Daddy long again. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what the... To find that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. We are back to quote the famous Coom. Uh, first show of 2020, Nation Real Life. I don't even know what episode number this is because I didn't write it down before we started, but I don't care. 153. It, 153. Now I do care. It's the first episode of 2020, and the best part about this episode is that even though the gang's not back together right now, we're going to be in like 20 minutes as soon as Jay decides to show up. We waited 30 minutes past our regular recording time for him. He's still not back. So we're just going to start rolling. But Chalmers is back. Feels like it's been eight years since we've had you Hello. on a podcast. Where you yeah. been? Like what? Oh, is, man. What part of I want to be in a podcast that has 12 <laughs> listeners regularly are you missing? Uh, I don't know, man. Life just happened at the in December there before Christmas. Got really, really busy. And uh, I'm going to sit like this the whole time because I literally have no energy. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, by the way, he's sick, boys. I got out of bed. <laughs> yeah. I haven't left my sick bed all week, but we're going to get locked in the podcast studio. I had to here. get out of the house. And I didn't want to miss this again because honestly, it's been a month. Yeah. And it's... It's too much. It sucks. This is one of the fun things I do in a week. Yeah. I kind I kind of like the way you're sitting because it looks like you're you know about to like lecture us with <laughs> yeah, something no. important. I just um, I gotta hold the mic and so I gotta hold, <laughs> like I gotta put my arm on the table just to hold it or else I'm gonna shake with it. You'll see. Uh, but yeah, no. We've and, had no hot takes. Your no. your segment you invented about construction advice that you did <laughs> once and never touched again. Nobody asks me. What do you want me to just come in with one? I mean, I could. It's like a, a chicken in the egg. People got to ask for you to get your... That's you got to have a... Or, didn't somebody ask you one question? You're like, no, I just don't want to answer you. No, I you answered. Did it, on it was, Twitter, it was, but it was you a question that's like, I don't know. It was you didn't talk stupid. about it on the show, though. 
No, I didn't. I talked about it in, in behind closed doors where I made fun of the person. Part of enjoying <laughs> sports, part of watching sports is knowing your buddies are going to have hot takes on topics. And like when Gaetan Haas does something, I'm like, mm. oh, you're rim junk. You're going to go crazy. <laughs> Drool. You have no, I haven't heard your takes. I don't on know. What? What? I got lots of well, takes. I know you I got did takes. Lots Why of you got to come on the show? Here's man? my first take. Do you guys consider the best of a show for a number? Because that's 153. This would technically be 154. Ooh. So. I would say this is a new show. New show, new number. Well, and I think, yep. but, but technically on Apple, it'll be listed as 154. Well, it'd probably be 157 in that case because there's been a couple of best ups. <laughs> oh, yeah. is there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. It's a little Easter egg, I think, is what they call it. Yeah. Actually, so we'll all just find out. You'll be paying attention um, to notice. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've just <laughs> been like, I, I, every, up until the Christmas break, I was really busy with work, but, uh, I mean, and like hockey, my kids' hockey took over. Um, a lot of Christmas tournaments and stuff. Uh, so I've had a great time, watch, and I've watched a lot of Oilers. I've watched a lot of World Juniors. Okay, Went to okay. the Oilers skills competition. Okay. I did with the whole hockey team, like the whole, my son's team. It was so, like, it was so much fun for those kids, right? The one thing I'd have to say about the whole thing is, Connor McDavid did two events I had a beef with that as well. And I'm not a kid and I was in attendance. Hey, yeah. you're kidding. And I was annoyed because he came out for the first, <laughs> he came out and it's cool. They all bring their kids and stuff down. Right. So like. Conor McDavid brought his kids. Well, he didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, he has any. Okay. He, he doesn't have any kids. He didn't bring uh, his burn or doodle wink, or whatever that you thing know. is. Yeah. Leonard the labradoodle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. But it's cool. Like to see them all over there and they're interacting with their kids and all this, but McDavid, so they do fastest skating competition and uh, something wrong with that gun. Cause like they weren't even breaking 14 seconds. Is that not, weren't they below like 13 last mm. time? Anyways, regardless, he loses it. Shocker. To Gaetan Haas. No, to Joachim Nygaard. Joachim Nygaard. Then he just basically like sits on his one knee talking to the kids for the next hour and a half. Well, you don't want to risk Connor McDavid hurting himself. Remember, that's how Sean Horkoff ruined his life. Yeah. He signed that big ticket deal with the oil. It's like, I'm the shit now. I'm going to the all-star game. Tripped and fell into the boards and destroyed his shoulder. Is that really? Yeah. At mm-hmm. the NHL skills camp, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh my um, God. So still, I don't want Connor McDavid risking one drop of Connor I don't McDavid's think Connor sweat. McDavid's going to slice. He's not wearing a helmet. Oh my God. I, I still. could careen into his beautiful face. Would you rather see him do more? Yeah, I, I agree with you 1000%. I, I would have him out there for every event. I would have him out there for maybe not hardest shot. Maybe that's the one you give him off, but I would have had him out there for accuracy. I'd like to see him take a swing though. Yeah, why not? They had a 13-year-old kid from St. Albert do the hardest shot. And when Gene asked him something like, are you going to hit 100? The kid was basically just like, wait and see. Oh, my oh, God. And yeah. it's just like, fuck. And Gene on skates, too. Eh? Yeah. And the other guy, the, the two guys, they were. Tony Brar. Yeah, yeah. They were good. They were funny. But anyways, the skills competition with the kids, it was good. And My little nephew went to the game and met Hunter. Oh, yeah. They took what a photo think? together. Oh, yeah jacked like this kid loves hunter like we like connor yeah and for the first time in his life he did like the double thumbs up with don cherry and i was like how did you know how to do double thumbs up he's like i just did it i don't know like that's how happy he was to see your connor. nephew's hockey or inside hunter. a note eh? oh yeah yeah he, like huh. chemically changed his brain he was so happy he's like i'm gonna do two thumbs up i'm so happy well, his dad's on our hockey team and yeah yeah he'll be a good player oh yeah oh, you yeah. know what, you know what i'm excited for there will come a point in his oiler fandom where he follows wanye gretz on social media and it's like hey uncle this Wanye Gretz guy is tremendous and you'll be like he sure is like, well sure that's is, space twitter for you son. <laughs> the other thing that uh, struck me about the the skills competition was it was sold out yeah like cock. so th- I guess they don't do skills competitions for each team like all around they the don't. league no right because people won't go because people like, won't people go people won't even go to a game yeah like you don't even f- sell out Florida yeah. In, on a regular Saturday night game, let's call yeah, it. They're like, we'll give you a skills competition. It's called Game 43 on the schedule. Yeah, no shit. And it was like production. Like, it was 
it was f- packed. Awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah, so if you haven't gone to families, only families, and it was tons. Yeah, tons of families. I still saw a couple dads slinging back beers, a few moms with Caesars. Oh, yeah. Alberta it. never stops. No. Doodle. No. It's uh, never just, a 50 50 or no? No. On it, if they had a 50 50, it still would do better than 90% of the NHL 50 50s okay, on a non Did the New Year's, game. sorry to interrupt you. Yep. We're on a podcast. No. Two people listening. But did the New Year's Eve 50 50 go? Because I was at the game, but I was very drunk by the end of it. I don't remember. But they denounced the number twice. Mm-hmm. There was already a holdover. So the New Year's Eve 50-50 was like 600 grand split in half. (laughs) And I don't think it went. Can you imagine if that carries over again? I think it might have. Can't you look on the website and see if they've got... uh, Did they announce them all on the Oilers Community Foundation site? That would make tickets go up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like a lot. Because people are like, hey, the odds of winning a lottery are very, But you can buy them online now, can't you? No. We talked about this before. You should be able to buy them online. Some cities you can buy them online, but not. Could you imagine if you could buy those tickets online here? Oh, it'd be $12 million. A year. <laughs> it'd be like the Lotto Max. Was just a hair over a quarter million, and it has been claimed. Oh, is there a name of the guy? Nope, there's no name, but there are uh, other you, names for a bunch of other guys. Did you guys talk about uh, your nephew's father's brother? See, I didn't know if we should. Is yeah. that something to talk about? Because I'm I mean, really happy about it. I'm really happy about it too. He won the Mega Millions. No, no, he didn't win the. Ma- oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the lottery uh, home. The whole lottery home. He didn't win millions. Whoa, he no, won he the, won the lottery home. Full house. House lottery. Oh yeah, he's a single guy, isn't he? No, no, he's a married guy. He's a married guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. He's got a four year old son. Four year old son. Yeah, Japa guy. Like perfect Japa. guy to win. Yeah, perfect guy to win it. A Japa guy. And the best reason too. So Ben, either son, when he was young, he was ill, and they took him to Stollery, and in support, yes. they always buy a dream yes. home ticket. And he had one ticket, right? Yeah, yeah, and he won. That is it's a perfect story. Crazy. It is a great story. And it's like very often. I, see, I wasn't sure. Like, do you tell that story? Like, I don't want to dox him. He didn't. Well, I don't want anyone to bug him. I know twelve people listen, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, bring it up. I'm so happy. Well, for I'm him. not naming names. I mean, it's just That's somebody perfect, you know. It's when yeah. you hear when you hear the name on the radio. Because I, I mean, I watched. You told I was, me. You I, messaged me. You're like, what's going on? I was on watching that? the show, and my wife immediately texted me and was like, "Does this person have a brother?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is his name." She's like, "He just won the Mega Millions," and I immediately texted you. Yeah, I was like. Holy shit. So when you text me, you're like, he won the Mega Millions. And in my mind, that's like the super... Like the Lotto Max Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, 50 million bucks. And then I like text and they're like, oh no, he won like the dream home. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's still... It's still good, but it's not still the good. Yeah, Mega it's like Millions. Amazing. Yeah, it's what it amazing. Is. Wild. Yeah. And it's actually the right amount of money to win. Like a home? If, yeah. Yeah. If you want, it's like a $2.6 million house. Plus 100 grand cash. 100 grand cash to pay your property taxes, mm-hmm. move. Maybe you're going to sell it. You have to pay them t- yeah. taxes or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, but like your weirdo family don't ask you for money. Nope. Yeah. You don't That's quit your point. job. Right. But you also are probably never going to stress out about money. No, your life just became infinitely easier. But, but it you're doesn't not swing with, you so far to the rich oh, yeah. side that I you're totally Nelly inventing, investing $5 million in pimp juice. I totally agree. Amen. But you don't have any bills. The house is becoming a little too, like they used to be like $1.4 million houses. Fuck it. 2.6. This thing's got an elevator. Well, it's fine. Sell for two. No, I get, yeah, I probably sell it for two. Whatever. But it's got an elevator. It's got like 17 televisions in it. That's That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So playoff parties are there for you from (laughs) now on. Well, you'd think. Uh, That seems like a great natural transition to thank our good friends at Japa. Yeah. We're excited to go into 2020 with them. Yeah. Our proud Looks podcast like we'll be sponsors. Getting sponsorship for a while. We, eh? Yeah. Here's a new promo for you. <laughs> Jap is full of winners. People who win at life. People who win at heavy duty equipment. People who win the home life or the home house lottery. Yeah. Winners go to Jappa. Winners work at Jappa. J 
Jappa. 100%. Speaking of Chalmers hot takes, they dropped a hot take on their Instagram. They predicted 2020 will be a transition year for the construction industry. And that's why you should be going to Jappa. They're the right people for the job, no matter what the job is, whether you want Mr. Dream Homes to host your playoff party, which yeah. I'm sure Jappa would accommodate oh, you with. <laughs> or anything. He's autographing equipment in the yard now. Right? <laughs> to JYK Construction. Keep winning. I wonder if he's going to be like, you fucking assholes. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm but not. he went on the news and stuff. Oh, okay. So oh. like. Oh, they could find him then. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jappa is determined in 2020 to provide more solutions for all their customers. And we thank them for providing the solution that is a sponsor for this podcast as well. Bless their hearts. Uh, Chalmers, one of the things we really wanted to get into with you, um, the other two voices on this podcast, of course, Bag Milk and Wanye. Jay will be showing up in a second. It's the Oilers heater. And it started with that game on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Where they jumped out to the 6 nothing lead and it turned to 6-1 and you turned to your son. So let me hold on. Before you say that, I debated not going to the game. Okay. Well, you always go to that game. I always go because I hadn't won since 1985. That's why. Yeah. Like I went to five games in Calgary, five years in a row in the early aughts, as we called them. Right. Oh, and five. And like leave. I think you came one time. Really early on. I remember we like went around, tried to get in fights. Nobody wanted to fight us. Everyone just felt bad for us because we were other fans. We were pathetic losers. We're like people in Calgary aren't even mad at us. They're just looking down their nose at us. Kind of look for fights. They just kind of find you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. They just kind of find you. But. Um, I was like, maybe I shouldn't go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if I don't go, this will be the straw that broke the camel's back. So I'm like, fine, I'm not going. Two minutes later, I'm like, nope, I gotta go. I gotta go. I don't care if they lose seven nothing. So what a fucking game. Yeah, what a game. So I was in, I was away with the family and we were just getting ready to celebrate New Year's, obviously. Oh, on again. New Year's Eve, you celebrate New Year's in yeah. your family? So we had bought a bunch of fireworks. Kids were all rowdy and stuff and we're watching this game and everybody's fired up. And we start, and it's six nothing. And like, at that moment, we all were just like, nothing can go wrong. And I said to them, I'm like, you gotta watch for like that so this feeling. Is yeah, so yeah. I just look at my son, Logan. I'm like, Logan, <laughs> six nothing's good, but just, you know, now the team's going to revert back to, like, just trying to hold the lead, and that's when pressure happens, and, and let's, just, let's just, like, hope. And then they score one goal, and I'm like, oh, son. I'm like, right now, that team is all about thinking about what they're doing for New Year's. Like, I'm like, they're, they, they can't look too far ahead of this game right now because it could slip away. Yeah. And uh, also, when we get into the third period, they score another goal, and that's when I just basically like said to Logan, I'm like, okay, I'm going to break this down for you like real quick. So there's two ways of thinking about a game. And, and, and I'll explain to you why a two-goal lead in hockey is the worst goal lead. Momentum is a thing. Don't listen to anybody that says momentum is not a thing. Because I 100% believe that it is. And when you have it, it's hard for the other team to get back. Now, if you're up two goals, the feeling is that's a nice cushion. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to play defensively. The reason why when you're down a goal at the end of the game and you're playing defensively a lot of the time the other team holds possession because they're pushing is because you know, you're not pushing. And when you stop pushing, you get walked on. It's just, it's a matter of fact. And when you're playing cautious, that's when bad things happen. You make silly little mistakes. And so I just, I said to him like, you know, and then two goal lead is a no, it's like a zero goal lead six, four, they score six, five. Now they got the momentum and you're still just like, holy shit, we got to hold on to this. We got to, we're playing cautious. And then they score another one. Now it's tied. And now they have the momentum going into the next shift. Odds of them scoring are even greater than yours. So at six, like two, I'm like this game right now has the potential to like wipe out all of December where it's been kind of shitty at times, hasn't mm-hmm. it? For sure. December was horrible. Yeah. And like go into the new year where these guys can all go out tonight. I'm sure they have a plan with all their wives going out for new years and they can go and they can celebrate a big victory. Like 
big victory. It's got to be a thrill for the Rangers, hey? They look at the schedule. They're like, all right, I'm a yeah. New York Ranger, motherfucker. Gotham, where am I at when the ball drops? Am yeah. I in Central or uh, Times Square? In Edmonton. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm fucking Edmonton. Yeah. So then, like, I'm saying, and then they score. It's like 6-3, and I'm like, guys, this is happening. I'm like, it's it's fucking happening. And the if, toilet if, paper is if, unraveling. If they lose this game right now, this could spell for, like, a disastrous January. If they hold on to this game, it's, you know, it's still got the making of, you know, we beat this team handily. But if it becomes tight, you know, I think it's too far gone to have, like, that effect of... Like, we crushed this team. Let's go into 2020, you know, full force, right? I put so much pressure in my head on this game, just looking at the schedule and, like, yeah. trying to put, bury a horrible fucking decade. A horrible decade of hockey. Yeah. Trying to put a nail in the, you know, we're, we're like, are we going to be good this season? Are we going to be bad this season? And trying to end a streak since 1985 of not winning on New Year's. Like, they got a lot of hexes broken in my mind with that game. Oh, yeah. Did you experience that game the same way, though? Like, rode the wave all the way up until 6-1 and then just were kind of like, oh, this is not over. Like, this is not even close to over. I'll tell you how I experienced that game. Drunk, drunk, drunk. I got into an early lead myself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Me versus my own liver. And then at, like, 6 nothing, I was chitty-chatty in the concourse running into people. And so I missed all the goals, and they started going in, but I was kind of watching on the scoreboard. And then I went back in my seat when they hammered down. So as far as I was concerned that night, when I was watching the game, they were amazing. So it was my fault. You know, you get. Yeah. Yeah. Bag so. milk, how did you experience it? With plenty of anger, yeah. I was not happy. As soon as it was 6 nothing, I was like, all right, this is locked up, 85 curse broken. But then like you, Chalmers, it was like 6-1. All right, no problem. 6-1 happens. We weren't expecting a shutout, were we? No problem. 6-2, <laughs> no. and then you're like, okay. That was right at the start of the third period. And then when it was 6-3, then I was like, oh, shit, we got a problem. That's because what I was missing. I was in the stands. There was no... The thing that bothered me is I thought after the third goal, for sure, Tippett takes a timeout and just be like, whoa, boys. Jesus. I know we're already at the pub. He's got a bottle of fireball yeah. going. Eh? But he didn't take a timeout, and then it just kept compounding, and you kept seeing the Rangers coming wave after wave after wave, and then 6-4, and all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Are they actually going to lose this? And I then know. I'm on Twitter doing my thing for the nation, and then Sportsnet starts tweeting out, well, just so you know, no one in history has ever dropped a 6 no, perfect. goal lead. It's never happened before. Really? Six, yeah. So 6-5. Oh, now I'm mad. I'm my brother-in-law and I were just doing a nice little family thing. we having some rums. We had the cracking out. Made sure I didn't fall in the tub this year. <laughs> nice. It's going to be a good year. Big problem at six, five. So like <laughs> I thought I legitimately thought they were going to find a way to lose it. I did. So did I, I. Thought, I, honestly, I thought the I wheels too. were falling off. Worst of all, I was getting really mad because I'm writing the wrap up. I'm like, if I have to rewrite a thousand fucking words of this thing, just because <laughs> you shitheads couldn't close out a six, nothing lead. I'm going to lose it. So that's where I was at. And then when Yamamoto got the empty netter, I was like, all right, never in doubt. Okay, here we go, boys. Big 2020. Yeah, let's go. Big 2020. And then they come back and just, I mean, that Sabres game was not that bad. The shocking thing about the time of the game was by the time he got out, the fireworks for New Year's are over. Oh, yeah, they did. I was like, okay, fucking Mr. Edmonton, let's do this. We just won at the hockey break. Go watch some fireworks. Like, no, yeah, man, that, shit, of, that shit went down while you're in the game. Like, speaking of fireworks, we bought fireworks in Fairmont. Oh, we were. oh, smart, smart. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to bring fireworks to a Fairmont. 
Yeah. What? <laughs> Let's call this one fireworks to bringing fireworks to a Fairmont. To a Fairmont. What do you mean? Isn't the hotel you went at the Fairmont? No, no, no. Like the place I went to is called Fairmont. Like just past Radium, you know? But oh. You didn't go to the Fairmont Jasper. I didn't go to the Jasper. I thought you did, you no, no. rich bastard. No, no, no. I was in Fairmont. Oh, that's, that's what I thought yeah. he said doing her talking before know, the recording. Like, I'm like, oh, construction man. What oh, are we no, dropping no, fucking no. brands around here? No, Sorry, in, my Hanes underwear the, don't quite work. to Fairmont, I guess. Yeah. Great place though. I love Fairmont. So do I. I do too. It's got a great ski hill for kids up at the Fairmont Hot Springs. Yeah. Best place in the world. Is it owned eight. by Fairmont Resorts? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I drive right past the yeah, right yeah. past the R V park and right yeah. past the, the lodge there. Yeah. We stay down in like the the area by the airport. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We bought lots of fireworks. You flew there? No, no, no. They have this little landing strip. Oh. It's just, that's where it's it's like, Don't ball. worry about it. Like, look, it's, yeah. we're not staying at the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge. We no. just got in our private jet and flew to Fairmont. <laughs> no. What the fuck? That is also inaccurate. But what is accurate is we <laughs> bought way, way too many fucking fireworks and put them way too close to the house that we were at. And they were like shooting down on top of the kids as they were all standing out there. Oh, yeah. If you want to see it, you, like, I could. You can go on Instagram and find it. It's on my wife's. What? Well, she might have put on a story, though. Danger. She probably didn't put that as a post. Might have. Maybe, but it, they were shooting up and then one like tipped over in the snow. And so when they're supposed to be shooting up, it was like shooting at the house. Is they screaming? Oh, screaming. Kids are going crazy, except for the two-year-old who was like just standing there. And you're <laughs> hammered in the bathrobe, just they were slinging like, right around. They were like 50 feet away. And it still, I guess it just wasn't enough. I, I can just see you snapping and getting so rash when something no, like that. I just kept lighting the, lighting the other ones. We had a, we had a, oh, really? a plan. You know, I like this one, then you like this one. Then I, we had a plan. It was a strategy. We went over it. We dry ran it a couple times. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't going away from it. Remember the story of Brucey e. Hewins, those boys, the dad that did the project down in Mexico? Yeah. For, they opened up this development they did on New Year's Eve and they shot a bunch of fireworks off on the beach and the fireworks came back and lit all the palapas on fire. Oh pool, my God. And like the whole resort almost burned down on its opening night, but didn't. <laughs> those palapas are dry. Quasi related. Your M check just triggered it. Fireworks stories. Yeah, you are. got New, York, New Year's Eve fireworks stories for us. Yeah. We set off fireworks at my buddy's house on New Year's Eve. And uh, same thing, one of the boxes tipped over in the snow and fired and not like the big part of the firework hit my sister, but like a part of it hit her in the arm and a little mark there. God, yeah. Yeah. And it was frightening as hell because I thought we were all going to die. We didn't. Happy New Year. But <laughs> Happy New It's going to be a good year. Um, I like the idea, Bag Milk, you mentioned you drank Kraken and didn't fall in the tub. And then uh, Wanya, you said it, it'll be a good year. I like the idea that that is like a Groundhog Day sort of thing. Like, oh, everyone, bag milk didn't fall in the tub on New Year's. Look Pro- for a profitable harvest in the spring. Absolutely. Prosperous things for you and your family. <laughs> Many um, blessings upon thee. That so. Kraken, man, it's dangerous. It tastes delicious. <laughs> and if you pour a normal one, you know, two solid fingers, you are. <laughs> Sir, you were making the I love heavy metal move. That's not right. Like the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. Yep. That was not yeah. two fingers. That's two fingers in my books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's about, you know, that's a five, six ounce drink. Yeah. A can of Coke can pour about five of them. You only, you bring the bottle and one 355 milliliter can of Coke. Just and a you're splash like, this of is color. Good. Just a splash. Splash of color. Yeah. Last year I fell in the tub though. Pulled the shit, pulled the curtain down the whole thing. Oopsie mm-hmm. dude. And did someone come in and yell at you? Yeah. My sister. Nah. Yeah, your own, yeah, your own curtain? Uh, no, it was her curtain. Oh, were you, were you right. trying to go to the bathroom? 
Yeah. So and what I did was I grabbed onto the thing. Yeah. And then, I stepped on my own sweatpants and then down you go, you reach for well, it. Look who is here. Oh, it's a walk on. I can't see so good. Is that a model? Did someone say perfect game. The oh. little walk on? Hansel, so hot right now. The oh. little walk on brought to you by Walkbox. <laughs> I should have done a studio audience, like clapping. Yeah, noise thing. Is a Mary Brown's Do you have one? Oh, Mary Brown's poppin. Brought to you by Mary Brown's and their delicious poppin chicken. I don't have the liner in front of me, so I can't Holy read the rest shit, of the it's ad. loud. Woo, coming in late. Going to make the noise. <laughs> and now you're going to mess up everyone else's oh, headphones because yeah. you don't know which one you're connected just to. Just twist them all. Turn them all up. Oh, just crank them all. Oh, don't worry. I need to hear shit. Oh, is it, oh, there, of course. The one that's jacked. Uh, You've right turned mine down to zero, by the way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, fuck. That's good. Mary Browns, thank you for the money to make this happen. <laughs> I was supposed to be outside for a five-minute shoot, and I was outside for 20 minutes. Yeah, you smell like cold weather. I'm fucking frozen. Being a model is hard. Yeah, yeah, I was doing some model work, as always, per usual. Yeah, your punishment is you have to tell everybody. Is it this wearing. new jacket you were modeling? That's my jacket. No, I had to. Oh. Yeah, I was not wearing a proper uh, outerwear for this photo shoot, so I just stole Wanya's jacket. I was, uh, I was there for the conception of this jacket yeah. I was asking my opinion on this yeah, jacket of course you were and I well, still the, fucking love this jacket you've been around for a lot of conceptions yeah this oh, jacket this jacket might may or may not be in the journal tomorrow or the day after so keep their eye out for the coat nobody reads for, yeah I was saying, for all you who still read newspapers <laughs> for all you fishmongers that wrap your fish in Edmonton Journal well okay edmontonjournal.com what were you doing uh, I was invited to be uh, okay let's take it back I was invited <laughs> to be a judge uh, in, a, in a contest that Rohit is putting on around this development they're doing called the Yards. This yard is like a housing, uh, like community that they're building near the Commonwealth Stadium. But the cool thing they're doing about it is in the middle of it, they're building this like yard. No, no, no. This it's is like cool. It's like commercial space for where a bunch of tenants can go in, but they're they're actively trying to find like cool Edmonton like creative tenants to come in and not like national brands so trying to so they're 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 kickstarting all this off with a contest um, like a pitch contest for P, for Edmonton creatives or business owners or whatever anyone wants to start a business submit something to try to be a tenant in this space and the winner gets 125 grand to help launch their uh their building and, and a part of that part of that 125 grand is one year free rent as well so it's kind of like a unique like creative economy type thing like i'm gonna show up chalmers with a fake mustache and be like hello i have a podcast that <laughs> yeah. would love 125 get in on this so they are so they're they're looking for stuff outside the norm right like it's not like oh i'm just gonna open a burger place and, and burger place could win it but uh they're 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 open to like cool niche ideas because this is the opportunity given the financial circumstances that come from winning it that really a super niche cool hip thing could 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 go in there because they've got the runway to figure out what their business mm -hmm. is and not the financial burden of uh, day one having to pay rent what about the office space for a home maintenance or handyman yeah hey pitch it <laughs> yeah. you gotta add a hipster angle to it put on right? some yeah. uggs and pitch it I'll wear plaid. i only employ people who are left-handed <laughs> and, and they wear plaid and <laughs> they wear those bibs you know yeah. like cooking bibs old-timey mustaches non-construction bibs so anyways yeah i had to go take a uh, they invited me to be in the photo shoot for it so so we get some nation gear on him charles oh yeah and, and, and the guy so shout out marty polina from uh from rohit um He's the guy that's kind of like the, the big engine behind this. And he's he's a nation guy. Like he, he, he wore a city and champions hat in the uh, photo shoot. So that was, that was super cool. 
And, nice. and, and he's an avid customer and uh, to Little Brick and lives in Riverdale. So like, how often are you outside of Little Brick having photos taken of you or making videos? Bi hourly. I'm really, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I'm really turning into I, a, uh, a photo whore here. I got uh, an invite onto LinkedIn, which I haven't been on in two years. Respect. Yeah. Well, I, saw, I saw that you uh, engaged with one of my so posts I did, recently because it was the very first thing that came on. I didn't remember the password. Like I had to go reset the password and yeah. all this. I go back on there, and the very first thing is Jay Mustache alert stash out yeah. front of uh, little brick and i was just like fuck does he do okay, all day legit what did you think of that video because that's the first why didn't watch it oh <laughs> like well, you liked it yeah fucking right so well it. it generated like seven thousand views which is pretty cool um, I, I do a lot of my uh view content drop i do a lot <laughs> yeah. of my content publishing on linkedin uh, cause it's mostly business related and I try to keep the fun silliness on the Instagram okay. <laughs> and then don't even yeah. get me started what I do on my TikTok. You got some for Sundays and some for Friday nights. And yeah, I, on the other hand, have a Pinterest account I've been monitoring uh, secretly yeah. since 2008, which is just clippings of body hair I've shaved <laughs> February, 2014. So what have we talked about so far? October. Guys? It's been a while. It's actually like been mainly Chalmers construction talk. No. Oh, what? Interesting. No, I berated Chalmers for not coming down here. What's the point of doing a podcast quasi regularly if you uh, only show up semi regularly? Yeah, it has been a while, hasn't it? He started saying it to real life, and I said, "No, the podcast is called." I real got life. busy up until this is real. I life. turned my phone off on December twenty third. I went and played outdoor hockey with ten of my yeah. best oh, friends, like we always great. do. Which I did that too. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Phone vacations are the new. No, I didn't play hockey. I mean, yeah, I, I turned my phone off. Oh, okay, phone yeah. vacations are the new vacation. I was reading this thing about it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, if you say on Friday nights, I put my phone down and I'm not going to pick it up again until Saturday night. People who do that report, they're like way happier. Yeah, I could yeah. never do that. You, 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 you can. You no. just, yeah, yeah. I you, turned my yes. phone off for four days. You, you just got to do Christmas. it. You just got to do it. it. And and just and just but get like that's how it. my family communicates with me and shit. Well, yeah, then don't em. talk to them for four days. I like uh, doing it in the summer and you go to the lake, check in on maybe a Friday. Make yourself a drink. It's weird, man, uh, because when you're email? not, when you're sitting down and like, I'm a huge fan of playing pool on my phone. I'm very good, drummers. If you ever want to get fucked up in eight ball pool, you know who to talk to. What's the game called? Eight ball pool. <laughs> I'm really into golf rival. Uh, I'd like to play pool. You, you should get in on it. Okay. I'm very good. I'm like a virtuoso, which is my ranking. But anywho, <laughs> that's what I do most of the day. <laughs> if you take your phone, put it in a drawer and shut it, mm. parts of your brain you haven't heard from since pre-2008 start talking again. They're like, hey, you know, it'd be fun. Like watching a television. This is stupid that you're trading one screen for another, but like watching a television show with no phone. And all the way through, you just catch everything. I Absorb God, everything. It's rewired my brain. I, I, like it took me a while before I had the intelligence and patience to be able to watch television. And it, back in the day, that was way worse. Yeah, it's great. Because I remember like, oh man, how many times are you at the lake and like on a Saturday, you just see one message and it can just be triggered. You're triggered. triggered. It does trigger yeah, you, man. It does like absolutely. The, but it's a, but it's a message that could be handled on Monday. Absolutely. You can't. You can't even handle it till Monday. Like there's literally nothing you can yeah. possibly do. And that whole time between that, time. that until Monday, you're rattled and yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. It's also interesting to go in there and see people like if you haven't been on in a few days who've messaged you and then like some people convince themselves that like you're the you hate them and you're ignoring them and all this shit. Like why don't you just answer me? Like motherfucker, look on social. Have you seen me pop up? You haven't seen shit. Clearly my phone's <laughs> off. Some people message you once and that's the end of it. And some people take it like it's the greatest insult they've received in the last generation. And like turning your phone off is awesome. Man. Yeah, it is. It really so is. I did that for the whole break. Pretty Good much. on you. And then left and then got super sick when I got back. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm this is just first time out of the house myself. day. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I just got out of the house. And what? then he goes, how many halls can you really eat? He's crushing those halls, by the way. Halls are delicious, by the way. It's all sit around a comically shaped What flavor? Citrus is my jam. These are the cherry ones, and they got the liquid in the middle. I don't like the liquid. The citrus. The centers, the whole If you really want to clear it out, though, you got to get the black ones. So you know what I've been taking? I've been taking a lot of, I basically like on a regiment of like as many NyQuil or DayQuils as I can take. And then I <laughs> pound a NyQuil right before bed. <laughs> and with a Red a Bull. Citron. And a Neo, Neo Red Bull. Yeah, not just supposed <laughs> to do those together. because Daytime Red Bull? Acetaminophen. Oh, what? Acetaminophen what? What's wrong with that? It's good for you, isn't it? You just can't have two things with it. Like uh-huh. you can have one, but it says do not have something else with containing acetaminophen. Oh. <laughs> Or it causes like major liver failure. Don't tell me what to Chalmers do. Chalmers is just comatose. And then I just stuff. comatose. Yeah, until like I have to wake up. But I was like, I couldn't even lift my arms. <laughs> Drag yourself to sleep every night. Yeah. That's the way. No, but I didn't. No, I, no that's what got me here. It's because like right after New Year's, I was all pumped to get back for Monday. So like the second and the third went skiing, fireball on the hill, you know, like uh, just. Yeah, it's a good time. Did what we do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I wake up the, the morning that we're about to drive home and it was just like a truck. It hit me. It was not good. So that's what we've been talking about. We talked about the Oilers at New Year's. Mm-hmm. We were oh, just, on, on New Year's. Oh, yeah. That was a roller coaster ride of emotion. We talked about the skills competition. Yeah. It is what it is. The photo of Indy with Hunter, though. That's cool. Where he put two thumbs up and he was so excited. I was like, how did you know how to do two thumbs up? He was basically just like, I was so happy. I just did it. <laughs> it's just natural action. Inventing two thumbs up. What was the other things you wanted to get to? Well, you t- you touched on your illness there. We didn't hammer into that too much. <laughs> your illness. <but laughs> well, to be fair, I'm sick too. Yeah, but oh. I was I was saying because I got super fucking sick last week. It feels like everyone in my family and my girlfriend's family is like uh-huh. on the verge of being deadly ill. It's like a holiday illness, but you brought up like the idea of the man cold, how men are like massive mm, babies when they're sick. So oh, my yeah. kids and my wife will get the same exact cold I get. And... They just go do their thing and then they get better and they don't really complain too much. You know, they say you you can visibly see that they're sick, but with men, like if you just looked at me and other than the fact that my whole body was just like slouched over, you wouldn't really tell that I was sick, but I felt like shit. I couldn't get out of bed. So, and most people say that men are more dramatic about it, right? Well, I I believe it is because (laughs) most people, I think everybody will say that men are more dramatic. I would argue women are more dramatic than men, but yes. About sicknesses. Sure. About how they, Act when they're cold? Yes. Or when they're sick? Yes. Well, Women are always cold. I, Women are always... I know. feel like that I just kept walking. Every time I'd come in the room, I'd be like, I'm so sorry that I'm, I'm like this. You know, I just I just feel... And I would go over my symptoms. <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, and she'd be like, it's okay. You know, you want some soon? I'm like, no. And then I'd be like, oh, I just got to go back to bed. Sounds to me like you're dramatic. And I'd go, yeah. You're <laughs> dramatic. Most men are dramatic. But the reason is because it's not very often I'm not doing something. And so when I'm not, <laughs> mentally... I'm like beating myself up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I over justify, you know, I have to walk in a room and announce, this is why I'm sick. This is why I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I am sick. You know what I just did in there? I just sweat a bucket. You want to come see it? Like, I believe that's what men do. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I I'm with you as well. I I totally get that. So, you know what? You're trying to justify it and you're like really just going way over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally last night before I went to bed, I was like mentally, I just physically, I, I can work when I'm like half strength, but mentally this is starting to really, it's like an insecurity gene that lives within us. That I, if we're not optically doing anything, then we are failing at life. Even to the point where I said to my wife last night, I go, she goes, I know, don't worry. It's okay. Like just go back to bed. And I'm like, no, I know. I know it's not okay, <laughs> but I also know it's going to start to get annoying. If this lasts for like another day, I know and if I'm not back <laughs> up on my feet within a week, you're probably going to leave me for another pioneer. 
Sheriff's I, Homestead. I'm like, you know, I, I, I know that when you're sick for like four days, I'm very supportive, but I'm what not going to lie to you. I'm like, day four, I just want you to fucking get to the doctor and get over it already. And like, so if I'm not out there killing the fields, my family's going to starve to death. It's yeah. like eight generations ago living within you. So yeah, men, just, you know, be sick, man. Mm. Don't be See, so this is the kind of hot takes it. I miss, Thomas. Yep. Yeah. What other fun Lecturing things? Lecturing men on how to behave. What other fun things happened over the holidays? For we, we can go over my skiing take one more time if you'd like. No, no, I don't need to hear it again. But skiing it, it, is so fucking overrated. What? Skiing oh, is no. overrated? That's the that's amount that. of work it takes to get your kids' stuff, your stuff. Uh, skiing with everybody your kids back. might be overrated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Some I wouldn't want to go dramatic. skiing with your kids. What so you do is you enroll your kids in a ski class and you go and live your best oh, you life. Trust, I, I, we did that. Private lessons every day. Because, well, with a group, like with a, like, yeah. like two of them, because they're the same ages. Yeah. But like when you're skiing down that hill and you're watching them go over these jumps, it's the best shit in the world. But for the hour from the house to the hill, and then like the 45 minutes from the hill to the house, it's just like fucking the worst bit of pain you ever had to go through. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess that's a cost of doing business. But like the act of skiing and the lifestyle around skiing is unreal. Yeah. We're uh, going skiing for your 40th birthday. We sure are. And I am not hitting, I hit a jump and <laughs> I got like, not, not even hitting a jump, like a foot a of jump. air. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a foot. Like I'm just like doing counting it. Counting the seconds. My kids are like, going off it and I'm like, I'm just going to show them that I can still get some. And I'm going over them all day. And then all of a sudden I go off one and I just, it was just the wrong angle. And I went down so hard and both my knees like the next day were so a uh, little too much fireball. Oh yeah. Living good. I'm uh, speaking <laughs> of skiing. I'm t taking the fins to Jasper. The fins get here on Friday. Well, you're going to Jasper this weekend. Uh, no, during the week. Oh, Wednesday to Friday. Can you explain this to the listeners? Because over Christmas, I was talking to some people and they're like, oh, you're going to Calgary with Oilers Nation. I was like, yeah, there's a bus of us and then a bus of Finns. Mm. And almost everyone I told that to was like, why would people from Finland want to come here? You stupid motherfucker. Because people from Finland are smart and they're looking for a great time and, and they want to come see an awesome NHL hockey city. And Edmonton is that in spades. They keep coming back. We brought Larvin in here like three years ago. He loved it so much that we were able to bring him and 24 of his friends last year. They loved it so much. We're doing it all over again, but we're adding some sex and fire to it. Sex you literally and fire. get to have sex with Finns on this trip? Cool. That's exciting. Well, it's all dudes, so oh, my chances are good. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they land on Friday. I'm going to get them acclimatized, likely taking them to the Canadian brew house to drink all night. But then 10 a.m., we're hopping on a bus, then going to meet up with the other bus and doing a 95-person departure from Edmonton to Calgary. And that's the start of the Finn trip. Okay, wait. Hydrated now. Oh, yeah. So then you go to Calgary. Yeah. When do you go to Jasper? The nation section in the Saddle Dome is going to be huge. Will it? It's going to be frustrating for Flames fans to be around us. We're really gonna, looking forward to uh, it. There's going to be a hundred of us. I think, yeah, I think a hundred of us because we have like 90 on the bus and like 10 uh, people living in Calgary joining us at the game that bought that because uh, we had extra tickets for them to buy. And uh, so, yeah, no, it's like, going to be wild. Do you think wild. people there are wondering how you got these, like who sold you these tickets? Who sold a block of our building. Considering every arena Oilers in sports Nation? is like well, down a shitload. To be fair, we're in attendance. the saddle of the saddle dome. So no. you need a Sherpa to get up to the seats. <laughs> it's really? a hike. We're going to lose a few good men on the way up. There. <laughs> oh, uh, Finns are good hikers, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vikings or something. Yeah. Well, they are Vikings. There's, there's definitely some specimens coming on this trip. 
And then you're going to take them skiing? And then take them skiing. We're showing them the big mountains. See, the Rockies are big to them because their mountains aren't that big. So after Calgary, we're going. We're going uh, Calgary's on Saturday. And then on Wednesday, we're heading to Jasper. And we're going to go do some skiing. I love Jasper. That's great. It's a great little town. Going to show them all around. Have all the fun. They're going to want to know where every pub is. I'm going to make sure they know where it is. Going to the Athabee? Obviously the Athabee. And then, you know, a lot of chalet beers. It's going to be great. I love the Athabee. Shout out Larvin. And we'll probably have him on the podcast, maybe. One of the podcasts. So everyone look out. You'll you'll hear his sexy voice here soon enough. Larvin's coming on the pod? He'll come on to the pod, sure. Are we also getting the... Or is that when the Swedes come? That we might get the former Oiler. Oh, well, I think we can say his name because I think I tweeted it out, but maybe we won't. Maybe we'll keep it quiet. I don't know. That's a nation real life though, right? But yeah, that's... I literally don't know what you're talking about. To me, this is a fucking... Let's give him some hints. To me, this is a ginormous deal. This is this is going to be the the best interview we've ever had on this podcast. He's coming. He's Swedish. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm going to give you. He once took a shot off the top of his head. Oh, now you just gave it away. Oh, no, he did not. Famously. Six years in Edmonton. And took a clapper off the noggin and a puck shot straight up in the air. Against. You guys know I have a terrible memory. Against Belarus. He had a full. Oh, yeah. Full (laughs) fucking meltdown, poor guy. Great Oilers goalie. Great Oilers goalie. Oh, he's a goalie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great World Junior gun. I'm s- you I want to say, I wanna say UC marketing, but is he uh, uh, finished? He's finished. finished, but yeah, that's a good guess. Good guess. Very similar. Very Chalmers, similar. how can you not get this? Four Man, letter I, last you, I, got I was like eight years oh, old, Tommy not even. Sallow. Tommy Sallow. <laughs> Tommy Sallow. I'm telling you guys, I have a bad retention. We got to make sure that we get a goalie stick here for him to sign and one to give oh, away. Because yeah. that's the shit. We can put his stick in the Hall of Fame with the Bucky stick. So he is co-hosting the trip of the Swedes when they come here in March. Okay. And also while he's here, the reason why he wanted to come and join these guys guys is a to help uh ufe uh host but also Tommy Salo knows ufe oh yeah yeah well it's such a tight-knit community those like that's what they, like it's so cool because they're small countries so they all know each other they're like it's, edmonton and calgary yeah, yeah it's so wicked um but uh one of ufe's um co-workers is in in which is tommy Salo's good friend is doing his autobiography so they they really wanted to come to edmonton too to hype it hype it and document and kind of talk about his time here because that, that's an important part of the story fucking rights it is so that's super cool so somehow oilers nation is that will be one of our best podcasts connected to having tommy Salo wanted to come on one of its trips so that's pretty fucking rad so we need to do two things rig that contest <laughs> so we get to do our podcast in the new thing for 150 g and then we need you to rig it so Tommy Salo comes on the show so we can get a goalie stick signed. And I can ask him about taking that clapper off the top of his head. He will legit get mad. We're going to open up Tommy Salo's shoes. Ooh. And then when he comes down here, we'll have him down at the space to kick off the opening. And then he'll never come back. And we're legitimate. How, we'll much, sell world, shoes. how much world juniors do you guys talk to these guys about? Uh, well, well they, never if, interviewed Tommy Salo. Well, anyone, no, 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 like anyone to the guys from Finland, like oh, oh, yeah, they love it. Like I, like, like I'm, when, I'm in a group chat with the Finns, so we're just so chirping like, yeah, each other so all the time. So like when we destroyed them there on yeah. the weekend, that was there's some good, good, good banter going. A lot of it was in Finnish. I had to translate half of it, but it was great. Your phone translates it for you? You just copy, paste into Google Translate, oh read, laugh, reply in English. 
and then see what happens. Emojis are an international language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Eggplant yeah. emoji, yeah, eggplant emoji, well, donut emoji. Anytime that's the thing with, with the fans, the, the joke is like if a guy's playing good, he's like, big dick, big dick. So, oh, okay. Uh, so you're so, a gay finish. No, no, no. So the eggplant, <laughs> the eggplant acts as that statement. So there's a lot of eggplants flying around. So like Connor with David four <laughs> points last night, go into my group chat. There's yeah, like 900 crazy. pickles. I remember just throwing see, dick uh, pics in the chat. Yeah. Hey, ooh, hockey. The dick, only dick, thing dick, more dick. annoying than 60 messages in a group chat is having to take all 60 of them to Google to translate it. No, there's not all of them, just some of them. Did you big see last night? translates very straightforward. Mm-hmm. I know a big dick emoji is very straightforward, yeah. but... It's mostly just photos of them all with their shirts off and they're flexing for each other. Last night when Connor went full Connor against the Leafs, oh, my, oh favorite, my, my favorite thing ever was on Instagram, the Oilers official post where they had the highlight of the goal and just all the water drip emojis. There was... Tons of them. I I went in this morning and they cleared a bunch out. Did you guys do the Titanic one? Uh, no, we that was a it. that was a uh, friend of the nation. I, I'll I'll find his name here. Is it Mar or Marcel? Marcel. I like yeah. that one. That Man, was good. it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. <laughs> it's it's just. I beautiful. just kept watching it. It was so nice. I watched that highlight. 30 times yesterday. Yeah, oh, only, easily. Yeah. And yeah. like you said it's earlier, the only thing better than that highlight was the celebration afterwards. Just like thanks for coming out, <laughs> and then. Like, I'll show, I, I, you guys all want to come see me? Here I am. I just, yeah, yeah. Right. You and know what I think? Afterwards, his, just the way he talked even to Gene. Uh, yeah. And then the in, in the dressing room. I love coming you. here. I love leaving do here. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Listen. Yeah, it's always busy. Um, you got people um, hounding you for stuff. And, but it's, it's always fun to play here. Um, and it's always fun to leave here as well. So. Eggplant <laughs> emoji. Woo-wee. I just love it. It's just uh, so, he's so good at it. He's so good at that. That was. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, no, just saying. Playing ice hockey. Saying what everybody knows he's saying but not saying it in yeah. a way where he gets anybody mad at him mm-hmm. and he's not coming across as a dick he's just telling the truth oh, oh, oh. look I fucking love it here people here my family but god I like it when I'm not here too yeah, you it's know great. it's just I, I liked what he said to was it Gene's interview when he was talking about like how I, I know I'm, Morgan I'm, Riley yeah I know I know I'm like he probably didn't like that like just I, was just, <laughs> I was just trying to make a play I was just trying to make a play I'm like no you weren't Bag you milk, you were saying that uh, the sports that had a shot of Riley on the bench just being like, what the fuck? Yeah, he just, like, they quickly panned over to Riley just kind of standing there, deer in the headlights, the look on his face, and he just mouthed the words, how the fuck do you defend that? As he said? You can't, you yeah. can't defend that. <laughs> you absolutely can. Um, with the finger uh, wag, I actually... What did you interpret that as? I think because his family was all in a suite in the upper deck. I think he was pointing to his family. You know, like baseball players oh, do after amazing. they hit a home but run. He was, but he was doing the side to side. I, was kinda, no, I, was like, I think it was it like, uh, like, hey, that's no, for you. No, he's doing the fucking lasso. No, he, <laughs> He was he was given the the index fu to Toronto fans, which just warms my heart. There was a, there was a lot of Connor signs there, like a lot of Connor McDavid support. And the I, roar when he went inside out on and it was, Riley. Uh, I've been watching the Leafs. I'm an idiot. To me, that was one of the more interesting things. Is I watched the highlight fifty times, and then the two levels of cheer that came out of mm. Toronto fans. Yes. First, he beats Morgan Riley. Oh. You get the oh, and then he finishes <laughs> it off, and the place goes bananas because like. To their credit, you know what? Finish off both it's moves. hard not to appreciate that goal, even if it happens against you. So no. uh, we had a friend of ours that was actually at the game, our boy Cheese. He's been mentioned a few times throughout the podcast. Yeah, you Saint and Al- him, Saint Albert guy. You and him have a good rivalry. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's 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 an Edmontonian, yeah, well, Saint Albert guy. And now he's because he's, he's a pilot. He's out east. And now he's just all, I, I don't know if he's doing it to troll us or he actually is. No, you're getting trolled. But he's, he's trolling so you. so pro Toronto and so pro he, Leafs. He's the definition of troll, that guy. So he goes to the Leafs game and gets to witness that goal live. Wow. Which is unfucking real. And, and, and so, but the cool thing for us was 
the two guys sitting beside him were wearing Keep Nuge Forever shirts. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying he's talking to the boys and these guys, shout out, hopefully if you listen to the podcast or someone knows these two guys, well, yeah. yeah. Um, They're on the the, the Eastern road trip. So they went down to watch them in Toronto and they're going to watch them in Montreal and they're coming back. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a hoot and a half. All wearing Keep Nuge Forever shirts. Oh, God bless you guys. Thank you for the support. Nice. It's cool. That you is get cool. That machine yeah. rocking really. yep. using the roadcaster to its full oh, capabilities. Yeah. So we got Jamaican horns and McDavid quote on there. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and then Big this. Brother. <laughs> All right. I went, That's all we're legally allowed to play. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Uh, so during the Christmas break, I was down south in California, and it, for some random reason, there was an ASU Harvard college hockey game. I'm sure it was like on the schedule. It wasn't just like, "Hey, you guys want to play today?" No, it's. Okay. Um, I guess. I guess what they do in the in the winter break, they do like all these colleges will always do like a little tournament. So they'll t- they'll pair up with a team and Cross go somewhere. Games, yeah. yeah, and just do like so. ASU is playing Harvard, so it was cool to watch college hockey game. Mario Lemieux's son is on ASU. That's super cool. Oh no, shit! What's his name? Carlos. <sighs> Fuck, he's like 900 feet tall. Okay, hold on a second. ASU is Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. And Harvard are playing in California. Forks up. Let's go. Yep. Oh. And Mary Lemieux was a hockey player. So they both, yeah, I know, but why are they playing in California? <laughs> well, the, so that's what they do is they pair up with another team and then they'll go travel somewhere and play a tournament with them. Where oh. people actually watch. Okay. Yeah, and it was full. It was like, I, well, I saw a bunch of like ex-NHLers because they're all scouts. And Did shit. you get them all their numbers for real life so we can interview them? Yeah. Oh, and I didn't talk to any of them. Wow. Of course not. No, because well, none of them were like relevant to us. So I'm probably busy. List. I saw JP <laughs> Brisson. Who's that? The agent? The agent. The super agent? The super agent as per Puckpedia's agent watch list. Does have him as the list? But, um, Brisson? The, the, but anyways, Pat Brisson. J.P. JP Brisson. I'm like, Pat who the Brisson. fuck are you talking fuck, about? Fuck, man. What did I do? I get that from? Anyways. Pat uh, Brisson with $1 billion under contract? Yeah, he's first, huh? Mm. Uh, so the cool thing I wanted, why I'm bringing this up is that there was a guy at the game wearing a McDavid jersey. Oh. That's cool to me. Very cool. You talked to him? No, that's kind of the, the argument. That kind of goes against my argument of you have to be wearing the jersey of some one of the teams that's playing. It's that's, always it, funny. It's kind of cool to represent wearing your, a McDavid jersey, but yeah, I, I, especially yeah, if it's not any yeah, it, especially in like a foreign world. Like when I ran into the, like the the army non army guy in Cleveland who's going over to like China, yeah, and he's wearing it and he's he's packing his You're, McDavid you jersey. You see him everywhere. I know it's fucking like it's it's truly a phenomenon. It's, it's just because like we're like little old Edmonton, right? And like in that the or the jersey that's what represents Edmonton. Like and you see around like holy fuck, that's cool. Like the power and reach this blessed little. What kind of ass. stadium? They got, or what kind of like arena these guys playing in? They were playing in the Ducks uh, practice arena, but it probably had about ten three thousand people. Oh, three thousand. Yeah, but a lot of ASU alum there because of its vicinity to Southern California. And uh, yeah, no, it was a good vibe, but really good hockey. Harvard's good. Have it. They ha- Harvard has like ten guys drafted on their team, so I think I think that's good. That's very good. I really like this World Juniors. Speaking of junior hockey, oh yeah, you like the little Raphael Lavoie. I just, I did. I just, you know, and it always, it, it always strikes me because at the beginning of the tournament, I really don't know any of these players because I'm not like you guys. I don't, I don't delve deeper into the, you know, earlier years of these guys' careers, but like. When you get to know them through the tournament, you get kind of like, uh, I don't know, like a first impression of them, right? Yeah. And I've got some first impressions. You know, what do we think of our captain there? What do we think? Are we talking about the uh, helmet Helmet? thing? I mean, started with the helmet thing and just kind of his overall like 
his overall demeanor just yeah, kind of like strikes they, me as unlikable. They gave him the C. Yeah. Right. Which was interesting. But I see that he could be an arrogant little fucker. Just, you know, I'd like to I'd like to know more. And this, you know, they spent a lot of time on Sunday talking about how, you know, a grade one shoulder strain and then coming back in warmups. They focused on him so hard in warmups. So that was a big storyline. That's a big storyline for huge. Canada. And I and before they like I was like, I want to see if he takes any shots. He wasn't taking any shots. Then they start saying he's not taking any shots. Usually guys are trying to, you know, feel out their shot, yeah. feel how it feels. Right. And. I'm like, this guy, he's just trying to see if he can like, um, stick handle a puck right now. Yeah. And then he comes out and plays. And I'm like, okay, this guy, he's probably not going to be much of a factor. He's going to be out there for moral support and stuff. And then he rips his shot for the go-ahead goal or for tying the tying goal. goal, tying yeah. goal. And like that, I wanted to like him so bad right there. Yeah. But then I just kind of saw his overall demeanor again and was like, I don't know about this guy. He's a hell of he a just, hockey player. He, he reminds me of like an Austin Matthews. Whereas in like the Lafreniere reminds me of like a Nathan McKinnon. You're just going to like the guy no matter what. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Laf Lafreniere is very likable and God damn, he's talented. Yeah. Barrett Hayden. Barrett, Barrett Hayden? Right? Yeah. Yeah. How nice is it to see a fourth liner to become a hero? That's that happened awesome. a couple of years ago. Last time they won gold too with Tyler Steenbergen. Yeah. Of the Swift Current Broncos. Well, you know what's funny is so the seventh defenseman is blank first name Drysdale. Like <laughs> Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Yeah. yeah. He's young. So, he's young. Yeah, well, it, well, let me get to the point. I know he's I, fucking good. He's wearing Tyler. a cage, guys. But. Uh, <laughs> It's he's the seventh defenseman and he is the top rated defenseman going into the draft this year. He is the seventh defenseman on team Canada and he's the top rated defenseman going into the draft. Like that's how crazy these teams are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tournament that's ran by, I mean, 19 year olds, right? That's kind yeah. of like as dry. Um, the thing I want to touch on Hayden quickly, cause it's something that like really irks me is I don't like going after I, I know what you guys mean by it, but like we're going to talk about like the character and demeanor and like keeping the helmet on all that stuff. Like these guys are young, man. Oh, yeah. Like I know I'm young but, too, but like I don't like picking that apart. And I know, you know, they should act like professionals. He's in the NHL, national stage, yada, yada, yada. Like at the end of the day, man, they're put into a really, really fucking high pressure situation. And it's a stressful couple of weeks. And take that stress and times it by like fucking 20. Right. You're the captain of Team Canada. So when it comes to shit like that, and every year there's always a story of Max Comtois, Bear Hayton, yada, 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 leadership which is why, issues. Which is why the they seat. should learn this shit. If their uh -huh. whole life is fucking hockey and they are and, and and i guarantee these kids watch last year's tournament the tournament before that the tournament before that and they see these kids throw their medals in the stands or they see what <laughs> oh, which i when, love I like love that when too, you see that when you see that you go hey you know what my whole life is wrapped around hockey i'm gonna probably be in this position at one of my points don't do fucking stupid shit just don't but do it, anything stupid you know, be completely safe I'm but it's easy to say that and it's completely different yeah. when you're the one in the tournament in the yeah. czech republic with all the cameras and all the lights on you to act perfect when you're competitive and you just got fucking smoked by Russia and you don't want to like it's but, just different but, I think. but your whole life you've always taken your hat off for a national anthem regardless of where you are and your helmet for every single game you've ever played in every single game you've but ever your been whole at. life you've never all been of in a sudden that you're situation. in that situation yeah. and you fucking crumble that I'm might not, be something I'm not even upset that he didn't take his helmet off I was like okay like I didn't and, and, and sure he, he issues release and there's probably some truth and some lies to it just to get pieces but like I wasn't even that mad like that didn't even affect me in terms of like what I thought of him I just thought like he kind of looks yeah. like I'm just saying like he kind of looks a little smug like maybe there's a character thing there but they gave him the C so there's something there we don't know obviously and he's a fucking talented hockey player yeah and i know you know and i'm not saying anything about that but what i'm saying if you're put in that position and you're and you knowingly 
do the one thing you shouldn't probably do at the end of the game, but other as, than just leave the ice, you know, as a guy like, whose whose mind can wander because I'm thinking of other things, I could have easily, your, I could have easily kept my helmet on in that situation. I, I can identify with that for sure because he's got the weight. Of, so I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those I'm guys play. that would have been five people down from you looking at you being like cringe. I couldn't think of anything else other than like, hey, take your fucking helmet off. What are you doing? This is going to be a thing. What is going on with you? I, I, well, maybe a teammate should have nudged him. But once again, they're in their own zone too, right? So like, I, 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 give him, I actually a, give him a pass on that. Like, Yeah, I'll give him a pass on it. But I still think, I think that he, was you, a, he was a kid that fucked up. But the yeah. weird part to me is the shit he took on social media. Like we're talking about a, a 19 year old kid and the fact that they're like guys that are just grown men pummeling him. Yeah. Uh, so to my defense, pummeling. to my defense, I'm allowed to have this take. Of course. But I don't go out like there's even that commercial hates to end bullying. One. Have you seen yeah, the new, this Contois. one with Contois? Which I thought was, yeah, I thought, I think it's embarrassing. We have to do that. I think it's embarrassing when somebody goes to Twitter and, and says something very negative about people. I think it's really ridiculous. Now, you know, that was a nice ad. I am not somebody who's going to sit there and say that Barrett Hayden was a fucking idiot for doing that and go say to him, you're an idiot. I just think that in that moment, if your whole life has been designed to be in that moment, something as easy as that should be avoided. But his whole and life it, is designed to play hockey in that moment. But this is part of it. Like that's, yeah, that's true. That's it a does part of it. Yeah, no, they get trained and stuff. So does he I not know that. how to walk in an arena with a suit on? Like, does he have to be, you know, still taught how to do that? Like wear a suit? it all comes. No, I'm just saying like it all, it's all encompassing. So it's that not guy just, walked into the arena with no suit not, on. Naked. Yeah. No, completely naked. Pair of shorts. And, and, and yeah. Naked? Tyler, the creator. Unprofessional <laughs> AF. And they let him be the captain of the world junior team? As well, What do you think? I mean, God, you better hope I remember this or it's on you. <laughs> what do you think? Wanye? So I didn't pay attention. I'm going to be totally honest with you. He didn't take his helmet off during the national anthems for Russia. Yeah. yeah. In the first game when they really got pissed, lost. Really pissed the Russians. He's the captain. They got shelled. And six right nothing, after the national anthem, they stand on the, they stand on the lines Ooh. playing the national anthem after a round robin game. I mean, there's something to be said for that. You're just kind of saying kids. Just, yeah. Let's call that a thing. I mean, let's just get rid of that. Right. Let them shake hands and be done with sure, it. Sure. Sure. So right after the anthems are played, he's the only person on the whole ice surface with a helmet still on the captain of the russians comes about to center starts pointing at him saying like to the ref like look at this guy a fucking dis then they go through the lineup and about four or five guys refuse to shake his hand which no. I he's which not I, totally which i respect too yeah i actually thought the russian captain was kind of funny where he just yeah. pointed yeah. at his head yeah yeah and so i so like i'm just i just i go that's very disrespectful if you're the captain of a team canada i mean let's pretend he was i didn't see it on anything but just let's pretend it was accidental even if it's accidental you're the fucking captain. It's like going to like a remembrance day thing and not saluting. You know what I mean? Like you have a responsibility I think, to remove your cap. My six year old does it at hockey games without even being told to. Well, when he stands up, sounds to me like he'd be probably more popular in Russia. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all I'm saying, but I'm not going to bury the guy. I think that I think what he did in the gold medal game to come to, to actually play. And if his shoulder was just like shot up with some, you know, freezing stuff and he came out, I mean, and then, Played well. He did like he, he didn't have many shots on that, but the one that he had, that was a fucking laser. Yeah, scored and, oh, yeah. and it Zip. was yeah, it, and and it might have been the difference him playing between the morale yeah. that got him over the hump mm, yep. and just him being on the ice 
then it wasn't. So, yeah. and they rallied around him, man. So there's got to be some good in this kid. There just has to be. That was, that game was amazing. Like, yeah, that was, was like a really that good first period game. was like intense. It, it was intense. You could feel the action. Yeah. Like Russia was throwing the body hard, which I was like, what the hell? They don't they like were... each other, man. It's yeah. That it's, might be the best rivalry going right now in hockey. I think Canada, yeah. Russia, I think it always will be. And Russians, they have some big kids. That yeah, was like, what is the deal going on in Russia? Cause some those of those kids, kids were massive. Did well, you see the guy that got interviewed before the game? Did anybody catch this guy's interview? I think you're, was it Grigory Denisenko? Uh, no, it, it wasn't the no? captain. It okay. was, it was, uh, uh, God. Romanov. Romanov. The, ha- the Habs prospect. The, yeah. he, full goatee and, and yeah, yeah. like, yeah, full beard. Like a man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. He was so hyped up. He was like, yeah, he looked like he had been on a Joe Rogan podcast. Did you see and the, gone to the bathroom? Oh, we were talking about that. Was it on the air? Oh yeah. Did yeah. you see the thread that Slava Malamud put up about what happened in Russia about this hockey? Game? Oh yeah. Chef's kiss. No. That's fucking perfect. It is great. <laughs> so Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause yeah. I'm going to fuck this up. Mm-hmm. The entire tournament in Russia was shown on one specific sports channel. The yeah. night before the gold medal game, state TV said, no, no, we're going to show it on the main channel. So they took the rights away from the, the, the network that had it. But the entire we paid tournament. 4 million rubles. <laughs> so what that network <laughs> showed instead was when Russia won the gold medal in 2011. Tarasenko, Kuznetsov. Oh, yes. So there was a big Panera. chunk of Russians watching a game from eight years ago, nine years ago, thinking that was current not really understanding that a bunch Hilarious. of the kids on that team are now in the NHL. Footy stars, like yeah. so, social media people all posting on their stories being like, yes, Russia's number one again. All this, the, and it's 2011. Yeah, a huge so soccer good. star. I, a, a guy who's who's the the deputy minister of sport yeah. for Russia. <laughs> so the guy who oversees sport is, is pumping the celebration of Russia's win on social. I My, saw this somewhere too, but apparently Kuznetsov, or no, Tarasenko's, Tarasenko. Tarasenko's wife or whatever, um, wife or fiance. <laughs> she even said like he watched a good chunk of it and he then watched was, it for 10 minutes until he saw himself and he's like, wait a minute, that's me. <laughs> this isn't the game from oh today. My who, God. Who, who, Tarasenko watched, was watching the game and was like, oh, here we go. Jesus. Buckle up. Go Russia. And then saw himself and was like, what the fuck? Wait a minute, but I'm here. <laughs> but I'm so there. So good. So if you go to at Slava Malamud on Twitter, he's got a whole thread about so how this happened. that TSN mic? Because in the last minute of play, Barrett Hayden went to go shoot a puck off the glass and out. Canada was already down a man. They were already killing a penalty. Sorry, up by one. And he shot it out of play, hit a TSN camera, bounced back in. And the refs said, or sorry, hit the TSN camera, I kept bouncing out. And the refs didn't call a delay game penalty. Uh-huh. So the Russians are all mad at the TSN cameras. And now TSN has a big, long extension with Hockey Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, they, and, and when he read the rule after, it was like, if it hits a score clock or something that's not. I've, I've got the rule. Me, me and my Finnish chat group. <laughs> oh, they, they brought in, it up. in between pictures it's of your uh, rock hard apps. Rule 135, Kota 5. That's the, the Finnish little spin there. A player who lifts the puck from the defending zone and hits the score clock or any other structural object above the ice surface causing a stoppage of play will not be assessed a penalty above the stoppage of play and before but it, but it says oh. above the ice surface so that's the thing you can debate it, Chris, is it above the ice surface well yes because it's higher than where the ice level is one of the producers from tsn chris edwards sent out a tweet said that camera was installed with the permission of the double ihf and the officials were told before the tournament or the officiating crews we're told before the tournament that if a puck gets a camera, it's a delay game mentally. And Chris Edwards from TSN said, I have no clue why that wasn't called. What's the name of that theory that like if oh, something could happen, it fixes in, it will like that. It, all of a sudden a TSN cameras there and it will affect Canada. Like, and then it does. 
Like it's just. They perfect. always say no one would care about the tournament if it weren't for TSN, right? It's true though. Um, Slava Malamud, uh, sorry Tyler, no. he tweeted this morning. So the tournament's been over for a little bit now. Slava tweeted out this morning. The fallout continues. Match TV director defended the airing of the beautiful 2011 final by saying, "The weather report doesn't absolve you from looking out the window before heading out. If you got wet, it doesn't mean that someone is manipulating you." Russia, friends. Russia. <laughs> Hilarious. Fuck. The best. Um, we're at the hour mark. Any the final best. thoughts, boys? Do you guys what? watch anything good over the break? I need new sh- sh- stuff to watch. I watched season two. Shit's Creek uh, is back on if you watch Shit's Creek, which hey, is absolutely nice. fucking hilarious. Woo. You guys watch the Golden Globes? Did you see uh, Ricky oh. Gervais opening? He's slain. Yeah. Oh, he was like lipping off Clayton Cook to his face. Oh, yeah. Woo-wee. He lipped off a lot of people. Woo. Sasha Barry Cohen took another run of many against Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was good. I don't usually sit through those, but I like seeing, and that's what the good side of Twitter right there is those clips. Cause I couldn't sit through three and a half hours ago. Oh, no. Right. So you get those clips and it's just the best watching Ricky Gervais go in for seven straight minutes on everybody in the room. You should watch this mini docuseries because it was speaking of Golden Globes and also wanting to watch shows. Um, Sasha Barrett Cohen play is in the spy where he's, he plays an Israeli spy who is a true story where he infiltrates and in, he's a, a spy in Syria and he pretends to be a Syrian. Oh, is this a real? It's real. It's a, it's a real story. You can is like Syria, a real country. Yeah. No, no but like, that's a it's scary real. ass thing to go and do for <laughs> so a comedian. The, so point of view. It's, but it's like in the sixties or something, but very interesting. And it's a true story. And just like, yeah, how it all goes down is I thought when I watched it, cool. it was a sequel to Borat. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. It, took, it, it took, is not funny at all. Borat 1 was way funnier. Because of what he's done in his past work, it, it, it takes a little bit to get over the hump, but then all of a sudden you kind of start buying in. Because like he's this tall, gangly, like kind of like awkward guy. And I you're kept trying waiting to buy him for him to spy. tell jokes. Like, I kept waiting for uh, him. Yeah, so that's, it's, not, it's, not, a, it's not funny at it's all. Not it's not like, a joke at all. It's not like Who is America where he's doing, it's like oh, satire. God. No, that's what I was expecting though, right? Oh, okay. that's have, have you seen The Spy? Yeah, I watched it for like 20 minutes. I couldn't watch it. Oh, you got to get I know the first episode is weird, but then like, because it's going through that adjustment. But once you buy in. What is it on? Uh, shit. Uh, no, it's on, uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Well, speaking of Netflix, then watch One Child Nation. It's about the one child policy in China. I watched that. Being wrapped up. Yeah. It's not the best. It's not a well-made documentary. Hey, like it's <laughs> all shot with like an iPhone or something. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It gets the point across. Though. It gets the point across. Yeah, it's though. like Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to be, I'm not saying the story is like yeah, Bear so Witch. I'm just saying documentary about like not having kids is like Bear Witch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, one thing we should talk about is like the Oilers are kind of hot. We, we went through that right one. now. Yep, Oilers are red hot right now. The game against the Leafs was a ton of fun. The McDavid goal was a ton of fun. Uh, they've scored 19 goals in their last four games. They've won three of their last four. They've got points in four straight. Now I they're going they, to play a horrible team in Montreal. Game against Boston was a shit. lot of fun. Game against Boston was a lot of fun. Game against Toronto was just so much fucking oh, fun. Oh, God. So yeah. Do you good. still have my predictions for the start of the season on your Magic 8088 machine? Um, I can have them for you in like two your seconds. Your prediction is they would shoot. It would come out hot and then, then fizzle. Cool off. Was it fizzle out at Christmas or heat up again? No, at it Christmas? heat up again just, up, after, just Christmas. after Christmas. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's like right. It's like exactly what I said. They come out hot. James Dean would score a shitload of goals in October. Then they you cool didn't say off. specifically James. Yes, I did. Did you? Yes, I did. Oh wow! You hear when he comes up? I'm like James Dean yeah. will have a red hot October. 
I think it was. Was that before or after? That was my preseason prediction. Yeah, culture changes upon us. Does bag milk get recognized? It was before the first two games of the season, right? Yeah, it was before the season started. While you're looking for that, Tyler, I'm going to read a review from our friend Robbie from PL. I don't know where I don't know where PL is. Yeah, it's somewhere. Paris, Libya. Could be Paris, Libya. Uh, the title of the review is Chumming is Cheating. Oh, fuck. Comma, Calgary sucks. <laughs> <a> break. <laughs> oh, both accurate statements. PL. <laughs> this podcast is the perfect mix of Oilers banter and real life topics that most of us are too embarrassed to talk about. This is my weekly reminder of why I'm an Oilers fan and why I love the great city of Edmonton and its people. They do get off track and wander down some irrelevant topics, but mm-hmm. that's what makes it different. <laughs> They could easily be recording this podcast on a short bus where I'd grad- gladly be the driver. I found myself sending thank you cards to Calgary, and it's all because of these guys. Speaking of uh, sending thank you cards to Calgary, my buddy Mitch. Mitch DM'd me the other day. Oh, Mitchy? What's his name on socials? Uh, Mitch Holst, I want to say off the top of my head. Anyway, he DM'd me the other day saying, hey, uh, with your thank you cards that you're sending to the Flames, have you received anything back from them at all? I was like, no, nothing at all. It would, it would come to HQ if we did. So he sends me a photo of an envelope waiting on his desk at work, which is from Calgary Flames yes. Corporation. <laughs> So he's like, is this going to be a cease and desist? Is this going to, what is a this? A cease and desist for thank you cards? <laughs> so what wrong. the Flames did, and I actually think it's a kind of a funny troll, they sent him a shit ton of Calgary Flames hockey cards. Oh, I love it. Stickers. I all love it. Stuff a of this. In a little, little, uh, little package from the Flames. That's so I thought great. that was fantastic. That's was a hilarious. good comeback. Uh, perfect. While we wrap up the show here, I will tell you guys my source after this, but I got some news on the tip stash. Mm. Is it coming back? I have a source who is a relative of Dave Tippett's. And Christmas. Owen, Owen Tippett? No. Oh, I don't think they're related. Oh, is it not. Rory Tippett? The son uh, I just made up? Doug Tippett. Jason um, Tippett. So you had it on authority that the wife liked it and Tip was not a fan. It turns out that's a lie. It turns out it's the other way around. Dave Tippett has contemplated growing it back, but word on the street is that Mrs. Tippett may not be a fan uh, Mrs. and Tippett. is demanding it does not come back. For the greater oh. good. We need it. You know, I've engaged with Mrs. Tippett on social media and it was revolving or believe around the mustache. And I think she made a comment about really. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. And she said that she was for it, but he wasn't. And I'm here to tell you that may not be. You should message her and say, we're going to raise money for charity. If you let him grow a mustache. We should just we should do like a we should just keep saying that message like and then November, it'll get to them. November, February, which makes zero sense. Yeah. Like we raise a thousand bucks for charity X if you let your husband grow a mustache. We'll raise more than a thousand bucks. I guarantee you. If we say that we're doing like a GoFundMe for Dave Tippett to, to start grow growing the trash and we need to raise like ten thousand dollars for it to happen, we'll do it. Okay. <laughs> we are, start, we are starting a GoFundMe for Let's Dave. Do this. Dave Tippett to grow a mustache. This is kind of fucking hot. Where, where we need help is which local charity should we bet should we support for this and if someone has a connection to the tippets let us know maybe charity they're a charity of, actually yeah. a charity of his choice yeah charity yes. of his choice well, you can't you just go heart. online and find out which one he's always supported well whatever maybe, we're gonna we're gonna smoke work. that out of him yeah he's already taken a photo Bank in front of the nation truck dark. that dons his mustache yeah it looks um, like he uh, is joining on with our friends at Sports Central. As the oh, I'd love yes, it. that's love fantastic. It. Okay, so Pretty someone kids. in this room, not named Jay, yeah. is in charge of starting. Oh, a I'm Go definitely f- not doing this. And start. I'm busy. Is, 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 <laughs> yeah. Needs to start the GoFundMe. We're, like, we're, like, we're all going to the same. I, I will help yell about it. 
Well, if it's bag um, milk, yeah. he will delegate it for sure, which I respect. He's a boss. He's a boss. Which is good. This is the room full of bosses. I'm going to like your posts. Can I preemptively buy some of the mustache hair? So, mm-hmm. is there a back end GoFundMe to it where the hair will be sold? Now, do we want to. Okay, Plum, so. Coach Tippett, yes. Okay, this is what we're going to do. So, you read out that lovely comment. Uh, and they're going to win the oodle noodle. So wherever PL is, hopefully we have a noodle noodle there and we will serve you up there. So uh, please, PL, should it be something where you have name? to grow it for playoffs only? What's his name? This came, uh, came in from Robbie from PL. Robbie from PL. So PL ain't Edmonton. Okay. Well, Robbie, you reach out to us either way. You, we're going to hook you up with something. So Peggy's Cove, please reach out to us. But what we can do and what we have the it's power to do in this Peggy's room <laughs> is anyone who donates $50, to the GoFundMe for this, we'll give you a $20 Oodle Noodle gift card. Oh, look at that. Wow. Okay. This is going to gain some steam here. Uh, okay. I, li- I like this. So We're it's a $30 about- donation when you think about it. Yeah. Will this get us into that district where they're giving away money for businesses? Uh, oh, we could keep like a hundred. We could have the Dave Tibbet Mustache Museum. Mm. That might be niche enough. That's going to generate a lot of footfall. This was a really positive end to things. Yeah. Things are positive around the Oilers. And here's one year's <laughs> prediction. Okay. They're going to come out of the gate hot and everyone's going to get super excited. The reverse of after the year they made the playoffs. So October is going to be hot. Hot out of the gate. Mm-hmm. People are going to be scoring. James Neal's going to have like five goals in October. We're going to be losing our shit. See, you're going to off a little bit. Go maybe 500 hockey for like 10 games. All the naysayers back off the bandwagon. Bam! Blistering hot again until Christmas. And Connor's going to go into the Christmas break on fire and they'll be talking about like shattering his point totals because he's so hot by the Christmas break. I'm going to tell you how this year's going to be. That's not far off. Uh, right. so, we so, had so an article very today. Close. Yes, that specifically said, go ahead. OilersNation.com. Jason Greger wrote today that Connor McDavid is on pace to smash his points total. <laughs> right. so we're just like oh, two weeks off. Yeah, they just shifted. That's actually Christmas, very good. Christmas, yeah. it's, if only you knew James Hill's going to have like 900 goals. Does he say goal what goal happens right? after Christmas That's in that? It. No. You want me to do it again, though? No, no. Oh. Well, let's okay. do it. Let's do it. I can't season. see. Okay. I can't see the Oilers losing to and whatever. I'm delirious and I've lost all my money betting in, during the Christmas. We, season play, on the we played Calgary three times in seven games. But you know, they're going to, sh- you know, they're going to show up in Calgary after they spanked us so bad on the 27th, 20, yeah. whatever. God, that drove me crazy and ruined my vacation night that night. I had a storm home right to the hotel after and go to sleep. I was so mad. But, you know, they've got a good chance to beat Montreal, and you know they're going to come in and put in an effort against Calgary. The only issue I see in the schedule is that they play the Preds on Tuesday, and they're going through a coaching change, and teams normally show up a little bit after coach. So the Preds are going to be tough to play against against on Tuesday. And then we have the dick measuring contest with the Yotes on Saturday, and we're going to show them who's boss again. This is all in Edmonton too. So oof, this could be, th- these are important points in competition, but I think, I think like, God, like the last two games have been very reassuring, man. We play, we play, it goes Calgary, Preds, Coyotes, Flames, Blues, Flames, Coyotes. That's not easy. That's not easy. Our record, our record against top 10 teams in the league is actually very really good. good. Yeah. Huge points though. They need to win. Yep. Oh, yeah. right. Those are all four division. point games, man. Cause they've got a very light schedule as well in January. So they Lots need to just off. get some, get some points here. Cause oh. they've got their bye week. Then they've got the all-star break. So adds up to, yeah. So just keep the half. momentum going boys and then go to cobble for a week on the bye and just relax, come back, mix in two more games. Enjoy the all-star break. Oh, I guess all-star breaks right during that. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. 
still, oh, it's going to be an exciting time nice. and we will be here every step along the way. I'm excited that it's the new year. We get some regularity back. We're going to be... Oh, anyways, you know? what's, oh, sorry, but what's Wanye's prediction? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I, I was I, trying I, so nice hard to wrap this up. No, 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 I got to get to Pokemon, no, 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 boys. I Let's go. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read my tea leaves. I haven't fucking figured it out yet. I don't okay, know. Fair, fair, I'm fair. always right, but I got to read the tea leaves. <laughs> I'll do it next get, next show, so, next game. So, love it. That's Tyler, a good industry tease right there. Write that down. Yes. Make sure to bring it up. Pregnant pause. Now we're back. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you for tuning in to episode 153 of Nation Real Life. Tyler Rumchuck, Chalmers, Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye. Have a great week. Talk to you next Tuesday. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.